This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. It's good to see you. And my special guest today is my old friend, Jeremiah Owen. It's great to see you and to hear you and to hear you. It's, it's interesting isn't it, with the way the weather is shifting and the climate. I think there's a drift in the wrong direction. We're getting more extremes and a lot of rain, a lot of really dry. We had it really dry last summer, more so than we normally do. In the past, you've had some horrible fire situations because of it's been so dry. Yeah, we couldn't have it coming from both ends. <laughs> it's, you go on one hand, fires, on the other hand, uh, a lot of rain. It'll be an interesting fire season in, in, in that sense, too, because with rain, things grow. Oh, true. Oh, I hadn't thought of, that's the other section. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so we run into that thing where basically six months from now, all this stuff will be drying out and mm. then grow it. Everything's really green here. It's actually my, one of my favorite times of year where we're at is between January and April. Things are very green. The rest of the year, they're pretty brown here. Well, I say green. People will look at it and go, it's so brown. And I think, oh, you have no idea. Come back here in August or September. You'll see brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I keep finding myself when I'm doing the podcast, I keep talk, talking about the weather and saying, oh, it's been really wet this week. And, and oh, it's been really, whatever, really, been really cold. Um, no, no, it is, it is for us. But actually... This is way above normal for a lot of people. And I'm thinking, I, you know, I, I'm not really complaining, but I comment on things that other people think is really normal and, and better than normal. So so how are, they, how are the alpacas coping? You were saying it gets hot in the summer. Um, how are the alpacas coping with these kind of changes in, in swings in, in, the, in the weather? Yeah, so we share pretty early. I, I would think some people, you know, would think is, is early. Some people probably say it's normal. Probably another thing like the weather, right? Yeah. But uh, we, we try to get them shared in early to mid-April because we can get warmed up in May and hate to see them, you know, miserable. They, although they do love a good spray. We, we'll, we'll go out there with the hose and, and, and spray them down and, and they'll, yeah, you never see them stand so still and just enjoy. So uh, I know they, they say that you can see them smiling. Yes. Oh, no. It's, <laughs> yeah. Some of our ladies will, I will tolerate this. But I know they yeah. like it because they do come over. Then there's some yeah. that are they're pronking and running around and oh, this is the greatest day of their life. So it's it is funny to see their personalities <laughs> really come out. Yeah. I think when you bring the water out when it's cold, um, you know, kind of we have some three sided shelters. We don't have a barn, but enough to get them out of the the stuff if they want to. Yeah. Although a lot of times they'll come out and they're just sitting in the rain because apparently that's the thing to do. I know. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but, but my thing is always, well, they can get out of it if they want to. So yeah. if, if they're happy there and, and they're not looking like they're in distress and, you know, but there's been a few times where uh, it, 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 it was a little colder and wetter than I thought. And they're out there yeah. laying down. And I thought, uh Oh, yeah. do we have a problem? They go out there they pop up like, what are you, what are you doing? You're, you're disturbing yeah. me, you know? And uh, so, so that's that during the summer, again, we make sure they have you know plenty of water and, 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 spray them down kind of, you know, maybe twice, maybe once when it's starting to get really hot. And again, you yeah. know, a little bit later when it's kind of reached peak heat and again, they have shade they can get into. And, you know, uh, typically where we are, I, I hate this, but this is kind of, it is kind of true. We have a, we have what they'd say is a dry heat, you know, and they say, oh, it's not so bad because it's a dry heat. 
but it really is. It's we, we, our humidity oftentimes in the single single digits, you know, on percentage. So it's very dry. Um, maybe in August we might get a little more moisture and movement. Uh, yeah. So so where we are, we're, we're kind of near a mountain pass. So we get a lot of it's it's almost always breezy or windy here. So the air is always kind of moving, and uh, one way or another. Uh, it's it's more pleasant in the summer or the spring. Yeah. It's a little unpleasant in the winter. Like I said, when when it's in the twenties and the wind it's it's very cold, you know. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what layers are for. <laughs> and big hairy beards. Your beard your beard, you know, over the over the years I've known you, your beard seems to be growing. And I'm I'm sure you've trimmed it. Yes, yes. But yes. but even so, it's 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 very very, very nice, very formidable. <laughs> <laughs> It started as a as a COVID beard, and 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 then I just decided to keep it. And yeah. so I think Sarah, my wife, uh, she, she I think was at one point like, "When are you gonna When are you gonna clean that off?" And I just kept <laughs> going. And so at this point, people ask, well, "What does Sarah think?" I said, "I think she's given up. I think she's just accepted it. <laughs> this is now this is now part of the part of our life in our marriage." So yeah, no, I, uh, I've had other people joke that that's that's my equivalent to uh, alpaca fleece is is, yeah. is my beards. <laughs> I'm going to say the alpacas notice the differences. Um, not so much that. Not sure they notice it if I had a beard, but but if I'm wearing a hat, they kind of give me a look. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh no, absolutely. Um, you know, I I think uh, a couple times when it's been raining, I've had my hood on, and that's yeah a, a, an unusual thing. And so they perk up and you know kind of tilt their head a little bit, you know, kind of move side to side, trying to see what's what's going on. Who is this stranger? <laughs> <laughs> until they're going to get close enough to smell you. Yes. Well, that or, or, or they see me bringing food or they see me go to the hay barn and they go, oh, we know what this is. <laughs> oh, and then it, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. If they're bringing food, we, we welcome them. <laughs> they got some food. And so I'm, I'm, I'm their friend. Yes. So yeah. I think the last year uh, we've had a sad moment. Uh, mm. we, we had a, um, a baby that was born. And uh, she was born almost on New Year's, very, very early in January, uh, in, I guess that'd be 2021. Wow. Oddly enough, we bred several of our, our females. We couldn't figure out who the mom was. We, we were not out there when the event happened. But none of the, the females seemed interested. It was, we could not, for the life of us, figure out who the actual mom was, but would not nurse. And, you know, so we, we actually had a, 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 quite, a, quite a time. I know I reached out uh, for, for some tips and... Yeah, and I, I was I was talking to every alpaca person I know because this was our first Korea and, and so we were trying to figure that out. So we uh, we brought her brought her uh, inside some bottle fed, uh, tried to you know kind of get her stable. She seemed to to kind of be okay. And when we started putting her back out, we we'd watch like a hawk to see if it would start you know nursing. Eventually, one of our uh, I'll call her an, an elder female alpaca that we have uh, seemed to accept her and, and let her nurse. So, okay. Well, we watched and um, so that seemed fine. Uh, about mm, just shy of a year, uh, we, we, we came out, found her, um, found her dead over that period of the year though. She never really grew. It was very strange. She had put on weight, but she was very small. I mean, she looked, if, I, 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 when I would show, you know, anybody, uh, her, they would say, wow, is she like, you know, two months old? And you're like, no, she's almost a year. Um, and she was eating, you know, hey, so, so I, I think there was just something amiss um, that uh, as a human, I'm not in tune to, but the, uh, the alpacas knew. <laughs> so 
it, it was a sad, sad, sad day here uh, on the farm, but um, that that was that was kind of a, a milestone for us. We're looking to probably breed again later in the spring. Uh, last time we made the mistake of doing it uh, in the late fall, but late fall can have hot snaps here, and yeah, and so I, around when that that alpaca was born, it was I think over 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and it was a it was it was it's quite a day. So uh, we said we're let's get it where the weather is not so extreme. Yeah. April here is usually a pretty safe month, so I think we'll probably breed in May and hope that big arrives in, in April. So, um, so we'll, we're we're playing that. We've had some interesting stuff with one of our males, um, which I, he he has always been uh, kind of basically very aggressive, uh, and so uh, one day I I was out there in his pen working on something, and um, I got I got hit from behind. He actually. Uh, was coming at me and and knocked me over, and so I didn't know what had happened. <laughs> it was the last thing. I mean, he he would normally be pretty um, inquisitive and, and be kind of in whatever I'm doing, you know. And this was a different kind of thing, and so I, I have to be a little more careful in there when I'm when I'm around uh, around him. But um, I don't know his history, so I don't know. I know that um, I've read stuff about kind of what I think they call it. You know, alpaca berserk syndrome or something. Yeah, if, if they had too much human contact early. Yeah, but it's interesting that it just kind of came out of the woodwork. But it is another fun fact. With that, has been our males act very strange uh, when, when when they get cheered, in that they have to reestablish who's the boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every time, it's almost like um, they must smell different or something yeah. must be different. But it's almost like, wait, who are you? Uh, and, and, until until they kind of establish that they'll kind of uh, fight, for lack of a better word, and and uh, mm. you know I, I'm glad we get their teeth taken care of so they don't kind of do any damage. It's more of <laughs> more of just bouncing each other around until they can figure out who's who's the, in charge. It's been a, an interesting learning uh, experience in some of that uh, since the last time because it seems like uh, seems like this this last year was particularly. Uh, Seemed to affect them more when we sheared them. They they went on for weeks like that before they kind oh, interesting. of decided who was boss. The the other thing that I don't know whether you sh- you do the shear the, the males and the females at the same sort of time. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That yeah. Uh, that would be, I didn't even think of that. So we we find ours that they're more stable. But if if they're around where the females are, yeah, then then they they start to to test each other and and try and work out who's the top top male. Yeah, that makes sense. Or sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. that, that that makes sense. I didn't, I didn't really think of that, but yeah, we we do share them all kind of at the same time, you know, separated out. So, but uh, but that, that may be a fact, factor in there as well. But it it does change over time as well. Um, so, it, and it is funny. One of one of our males has also become quite the escape artist. Oh, uh, <laughs> they're not supposed to do that, you know. <laughs> Well, well, I, you, you're telling me I was very, it took us a while to figure out how he was getting out because we would put him in and all of a sudden I would come out and he'd be standing outside my office door and, and I'm like, <laughs> how did you get here? I thought, can I leave the fence open? I go over and the fence would be closed and there was no apparent way. And I'm like, well, you can't climb. I mean, the fence is, you know, six foot high. He's uh. climbing the fence. And so I'm trying to figure this out. And what, what it came to be is there is a section of the fence by our, by the door yeah. that, if he sticks his neck under, yeah, he can lift. He can roll. Oh, really? He's rolling. He, well, he isn't the lift. He just he literally scoots, rolling under. And so one day I <laughs> caught him in the act, which is what happened. I I, I kind of kept going out there because he kept getting out. 
And I just watched from a distance and I watched him. And as I caught him, it was, he almost had the look of, uh oh, uh, uh, they, they figured it out. But, but, but the first, well, the, what, the, why it's so funny is the first couple of times he did this, maybe more than a couple of times, it was quite an event because we were trying to get him, you know, and, and so he's, he's not, he didn't want anything to do with us. He wants to go spend time over by the ladies. And so, we, Absolutely. as many people, you know, <laughs> if people don't know, Trying to catch an alpaca on several anchors is is futile, and so we. I'm sure the neighbors enjoyed the show as four, <laughs> five, six of us are are trying to chase this alpaca. Down. Well, after a little bit of time, my my youngest daughter Paige she says, "Well, let let me try that." I said, "Okay, you go ahead." So she's like quite the Doctor Doolittle and animal whisperer. You've said before, yeah. She got him. She just was able to get him to go right in. Just no problem at all. Just right into the, the pen. <laughs> and so I said, well, maybe we're going about this wrong. And and instead of activating that prey instinct of I got to run, which we're never going to catch him, uh, why don't we take a different tact? Yeah. So what I found now is I can almost tell him when if he gets out, hey, go back. And if I start walking that direction, he'll walk up to the he'll fence. Fo- he'll, follow and him open yeah. it. he'll go right in. And I said, wow. That's way easier than uh, <laughs> than trying to have a heart attack running around after an alpaca. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so for folks out there, if if you end up with a loose alpaca, maybe maybe a different tact. I know the natural inclination is to, hey, I gotta go run and grab this thing. But hey, it, I will tell you uh, that has seemed to not work. <laughs> Absolutely. Slow, slowing down is usually a good good technique. And just just taking some of the heat out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. So. And I think the dogs also mirror us. So we have a couple of livestock guardian, the Anatolian shepherds. Yeah. They must be big now. Yes, they're they're gigantic. And 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 they thought, well, if 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 dad is chasing the alpacas, we should also chase the alpacas, which which is a recipe for like oh. just just chaos because now which you have nightmare. Yeah. Because now yeah. now the alpacas are really freaked out, right? They're they're going, this is crazy. So yeah. and then trying to get a, a dog keyed down, it just was a mess. Now the dogs will come up and just sit because we're not all amped up and the alpaca is not amped up and rushing around. Yeah. Yeah. We're all good. So just that, that, that you learn something. I think uh, every, every, uh, every season we've had, we've learned some other aspect about it. I don't think we'll ever stop learning. Uh, you know, I think there's always something new, yeah. um, but those have been some interesting things I'd say in the last, uh, last year or so that we've kind of come across. Yeah. I think sometimes they come out of nowhere. Oh Yeah. Like, like, like the alpaca, like the alpaca being at your office door. I mean, that's just, oh, hello. How did you get there? Yeah, I, I probably uh, jump, you know, a foot just out of surprise. It's the last thing I expected to see coming out the door is, you know, somebody look at me face to face. One of the more surprising things to learn in, in, in my alpaca journey was just that they can just run forever. I mean, they just, they're not like a deer or other, they never seem to tire. It, they just... <laughs> You know, 30 seconds in and I'm ready to just drop and, and they're just like, you know, keep coming. I'm I'm just going to keep running. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fast you go. No. They're always that little bit faster. Oh, a hundred percent. They move and, and with ease. I mean, they're, they're actually quite, quite graceful and, and interesting to watch. They are. They they walk. A lot of the time they walk around. Yeah. A lot of the oh, time yeah. they're just walking around, but then. Then when they do move, they, they yeah, we've got the boys are up on a, a slope on the top of the hill, and um, sometimes at the top you think, oh, 
give them a shout, or you you make the noise, the gate, they hear the gate, or they, whatever, and they come down. And you hear, you get you got this lovely flow of alpacas. And they're kind of dodging and weaving, and following the paths down, and and they come down really quickly, and they en- they enjoy that. Yeah, well, I bet it's I bet it's amazing to see. You got to think that it's it's got to feel you know really good, and they know they're they're what they're getting on the end of the uh, the journey, which is. I I think something I found interesting in that too is our our girls tend to be a little more aggressive around the food with each other, yeah, uh, in kind of you know pushy, and we even added more feeders because we thought well that was the problem. No, the, the the dumb thing is is they will all go to the one, and it doesn't yeah. matter how much you have wherever. Yeah, it's funny. And what's happening with you and your end in terms of the price of food? Are you finding it's creeping up? Oh wow. It's been it, it has been a pretty sizable increase. I would say um, it's probably been on the the magnitude of between thirty and forty percent uh, increase in, in the price of uh, a little bale of hay uh, for us. Uh, so we, we've we've found some of the uh, the the bag like the Missouri and stuff here hasn't quite seen the same uptick. So we had pretty much just gone with. Um, you know, really, really, we've really, I am really thankful. We have a very, very high quality, uh, hay, uh, at, at our local feed store. In fact, my mother who has horses, uh, in another area, probably uh, 45 minutes from here, she oftentimes will drive out to our feed store to get hay because she says it, it's just such better quality, but, oh, okay. So, so that's been good, but we, we have moved now more towards to try to split it between some of the, the bagged, you know, food and hay, yeah. um, to kind of offset a little bit. Um, it stretched the the hay a little more, um, but yeah, it, it's been pretty significant. Uh, I'm curious to see with the increase in rain. I think a lot of what we had heard was a lot of the hay we were getting was being trucked in from other parts of the country, and so I'm hoping that some of the local hay folks are going to be able to kind of produce, and maybe that'll maybe maybe prices will come back down a little bit. But it was pretty jarring. I, I mean, I don't know about where you're at, but it, it, it basically was like overnight. I mean, I think we had one order of hay and, you know, we usually kind of do once a month, we'll get a set in and then, you know, and then I saw the, the charge come in and I went, did you order more than normal? Like, like, like extra. And she was like, no, this this the standing order. I said, well, that's weird. Why was it so much? And, then, and so when they came that, you know, I got the, 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 the list and then, whoa, you know, <laughs> just the price rise. Yeah. Yeah, the bail went from like twenty dollars a bail to thirty. You know, like yeah, well, Ouch. it's you know, yeah. Hopefully, it'll come down a bit. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think it's one of those things that we're going to have to find ways of adjusting. Um, yeah, where we can, but it's yeah, and, and I, I, I'm hoping this thing kind of stabilizes. I know, I mean, COVID was quite a shock to the the system and and mm. the shutdowns and then mm. you know all the different things. So I, I think as as we kind of. You know, I, I hate using the get back to normal because what's normal? But uh, <laughs> as we get back to be more more like 2019-ish where things are, uh, yeah. you know, kind of kind of wonderful uh, in that sense that, that maybe things will stabilize at least. Because I'll tell you that, that, that there's nothing worse than kind of you kind of go to order stuff and, and find out, whoa, what else can we do here? And, and uh, you know, it, since we're responsible for them, it's, it's not something you go, well we could cut back a little bit. It's like, no, they need what they need. So, yeah. uh, yeah. And you haven't got enough land to, to grow your own. No. And even, even if we, even if we did, it might only give us that time in like probably from March to April sure. or February to April or so where we'd have, yeah, it, it just dries out so much. And then we have, uh, where we're at, we have uh brush clearance stuff, you know, the, the fires we mentioned earlier. Yeah. It, it's, uh, we have to have, 
a lot of clearance around structures and things. So it, it would become a thing. That said, though, I mean, well, yeah, probably in the next week or so, I'll probably let my goats out to, to kind of forage mm. uh, and, and kind of clean stuff up. They do a pretty good job. But oddly enough, I think the goats are pickier eaters than, than the alpacas. So <laughs> Interesting. Uh, when the alpacas, when we've let them out, the alpacas seem to, to be more focused on any kind of grasses we have and things like that. The goats are like just, you know, my eucalyptus trees, the pepper tree, anything I have that's a, that's more tasty, I guess, that's where they'll go first. Yeah. And it's most of that stuff is stuff I don't want them eating. <laughs> not, not because it's bad, but because I'm like, that's ornamental. I don't want you eating that, you know, or, or, or has a purpose. You that's know? right. So we end up having to kind of makeshift fence off some stuff for them that's kind of clear, but... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for, for anything. It, it's been, uh, it, this has been such a, a fun journey and, and fun adventure, an unexpected journey. Uh, you know, I I, uh, I I like a lot of Tolkien. And, and so yeah. I, I think of it a lot of times uh, kind of through that lens of like, obviously it's nothing, nothing to do with the Lord of the Rings or, or the <laughs> Hobbit, but it is quite an unexpected journey. I don't think that if you would have asked uh, me at, at 25, what, hey, uh, in your late 30s and 40s, you're going to be... Uh, Basically, with with alpacas and goats. I mean, hey, I think I would have always thought that was neat, but I couldn't imagine that we would have actually have we have now <laughs> and and enjoy it. Yeah, and, and enjoy it, and 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 it's become kind of a source of pride. The, the alpacas yesterday, uh, the company I worked for, we had our annual kickoff, and so they had everybody post, uh, you know, post pictures of them wearing their company shirt, you know, doing their morning routine kind of thing. Is oh, okay. So there was you know four hundred different pictures of people did things. So of course I had to go out with the alpacas <laughs> and take a picture of me yeah. out there with, with, with them. And so I can say out of out of the four hundred plus people that work at the company I work at, I was the only one who had pictures with alpacas. <laughs> <laughs> so the, a lot of people knew that I had them, and a lot of people didn't know I had them, and they were like, "Well, I don't understand. Like, where are you?" And I said, "Oh, I'm at what home." What are they? Yeah, yeah. They were like, well, yeah. "You have alpacas? You know? Oh my gosh, I need to come visit." So yeah. they they are quite the ever the conversation starter, uh, and it's it's really neat, and, uh, a great opportunity to get chance to you know i mean do what you do here with alpaca tribe and just educate people on yeah all, all the the neat things about alpacas and what what a special uh you know part of god's creation they really are yeah absolutely wonderful jeremiah thank you so much it's been great spending some time with you and thank you for sharing the stories we'll catch you again soon sounds good thanks steve thanks bye for now And thank you all for being here. You'll be glad to hear that Nia and her red coat, she's doing a lot better. And all the others are fine. We've just warmed up ever so slightly, just a smidgen. It's a little bit wet, a little bit muddy, a little bit winter. Hey, what do you expect? Anyway, thanks for being here. Hope to see you again soon. And next time we've got an amazing story from Jeremiah that we didn't have time for this week. Uh, and they've got a new arrival on the farm. More to come next time. And if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.